Yo, 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 Eric, spotlight on. What up? Spotlight on. Welcome to the suck, as they say. Is that what they say? Am I <laughs> ruining it do. for this week? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Hey, uh, welcome to the spotlight, Eric. How are you? You going to turn that big old spotlight on over there, Jim? Turn turn it on over there. I'm going to turn it on right on you, shine it right in your face. Your eyes are so bad, you won't even know. No, I can't deal with that kind of light. I'm just trying to – actually, when I imagine the spotlight goes on, we're on a rooftop, and it goes on. You get Are we about to jump off? No, you fall off, and I let you go. I'm like, hey, just go go move a little to the right, buddy. Move a little to the right. Off you go. Dead. And I laugh. I go down. I'm dancing a jig around your body. I got to watch. I almost knocked over my coffee. That's right. What you get. You, you, just imagine me doing the jig. It's just me oh, with did. my hands going up and down. Up and down, Eric. Welcome to the out. official Spotlight Podcast of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast for the week of Thanksgiving, Eric. Thanksgiving. Is this Thanksgiving week? So we get- Thanksgiving week. That's because I did not write the date. <laughs> on my uh, little notes, it actually says the 19th. I know it is the 23rd. There is a New little comic book day. There's a little back and forth with this though because it doesn't come out till Thursday. You know, I want to keep the the illusion going. Happy Thanksgiving, all you Americans. Happy thanks, boy. That was a hell of a meal I just ate. Her. I'm not going to make a meal. I'm not even going to make much of a meal. Uh, we're going to make if anybody's from the East Coast, a little East Coast swing. Uh, I'm going to make some uh, gobbler. Sandwiches, that's all we're getting. Wow, that's all they're getting. Yep, and they're going to like it. I'm not getting them from Wawa. I'm actually going to make it, which means barely any sort of preparation anyway. It's not much yeah, of, of a course. sandwich. You're going it, cheap it, is what you're doing. Yeah, well, no, it's, it, I'm going lazy because usually <laughs> what happens is I make a big Thanksgiving dinner and uh, my kids eat a little. I end up eating too much, but there's tons left over. And I don't know about you. I am one of the people who hate leftover turkey. Can't stand it. If, if no, I, I love leftover turkey, I, man. It just uh, – an actual turkey that's made in my house, leftover, really starts – it tastes gamey to me. I, I use that term a lot with any sort of There's something foul. wrong with the air quality of your house. I don't know. Gamey. I, I don't know. It just does. And so I don't – and also, if I'm – I don't have a slicer. I don't know about you. I do not have like a meat slicer. And if I'm going to have See, turkey sandwiches – See, I imagine you talking about you like at the deli. I don't have a meat slicer. I don't think a lot of us do, Jim. That's what I'm You're telling you. This like, is what uh, I go to the deli. Knife? I say to them at the deli, I'm like, you know what? I don't have a meat slicer like you got there. And they're like, oh, okay. ass motherfuckers. Uh, well, I don't like turkey sandwiches with big chunks of turkey. Oh, I, I need it, it sliced. Now, also, I want to bring this up because this happened to us the other uh, week at Walmart when we were getting some turkey. And I really – do you – if you're at the if you're at the deli and they say, okay, right. and you're like, hey, I'll have a pound of that fried turkey. And they're like, okay, because that's what we got the last time, Eric. Fried I didn't know. They sold fried turkey. Ball, but all right. fried turkey. Actually, I think it's one of those – where there's seven different types of turkey, they're all the same. They're all the same. They just try to fool you. But this they're was gonna fool me because well, they do have uh, Butterball has a fried turkey, but they also have a Thanksgiving turkey that you can have, and it looks pretty good. But uh, if I say I want a pound and a half of turkey, yeah. and they go and they slice it up, the lady always comes over and goes, "Is this okay?" I don't think there has ever been a time in my life that I said no. I don't care what they have it. They could bring it over. It's sliced thin, paper thin. Okay, I'll go with it now. Yeah, I just this one lady was going back and forth with this the the worker while we before us, and she said, "Is this okay? Who I want it a little thicker? Okay, 
adjust it you know the thing has a dial so it's probably like go up to this this oh no no that's way too it just went back and forth and and they kept going and i think that at the end of about seven different i was going to after seven (laughs) different adjustments i think they went back to the first and then she went and then you fucking slug her in the goddamn face yeah it's like i told you when when i worked at my old place where we did like hoses and hydraulic stuff and a guy would come in and like hey you know what uh, this hose was two inches too long, which, you know, uh. when do you ever hear that? And I go into the back room, which, you know, they could hear us from the counter, and I'd just make noise. I'd, I'd fucking a drill. And then you'd go out and like, here you go. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. You just had the sound effects to you yep. in the background. You just like, pushing ooga, ooga. You're just the guy's like, what is going on? You just have Chitty Chitty Bang Bang playing in the background. <laughs> yes, it was so good. But yeah, you would do that. People just like to fucking complain. The thing, though, is that Rafe really likes to kind of do that because what happens when you have a kid, everybody would know, they come out like, is this okay? Yeah, that looks good. And they give you that as oh, yeah, a sample. Oh, yeah, samples right there. And then I eat it. Rafe's just sitting there drooling. I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Rafe will be like, tell her that it's too thin because he thinks he's going to keep getting it. To me... If you say, oh, how's this? And they go, oh, oh, I went a little thick. They don't get that sample then. No sample for you. And then maybe eventually, but no. You're not going to sit here and get free samples because I'm slicing up the goddamn turkey, you know, thick and thin. I was telling you earlier this week how I never complain about anything. What I get is good enough for me because I'm a piece of yeah, shit. That's, that's, basically, that's all this was, is that yeah. I hate doing stuff where, you know, oh, I don't like, no, just eat the goddamn, it's fucking lunch meat. But, what is like this? Fucking the Taj Mahal here? Jess and I got McDonald's the other night. She brought it home. I'm sitting there, I'm eating my McNuggets and whatnot. She got a burger. I so like, I don't know, a quarter pound or something. And she bites into it. She's like... This is dried out and horrible. She asked for extra pickles. There are only two pickles on the thing. She's oh. like, I'm going to go out back and get, uh, get another one. I'm like, are you serious? You're actually going to go back out and get another goddamn burger? Yeah. Like, yes. And yeah. she does. As soon as she comes back in, I'm like, you know, they spit in there, right? Yeah. They spit in there. Well, then she didn't here's the it. thing. Here's the thing is that it's, I worked at a fast food restaurant. It was my first job. I worked at a Hardee's that was in Quakertown, which is crazy that we had a Hardee's. Uh, up, I wish we still had a Hardee's. Time. And, uh, it, that's that's what they say. Like if somebody comes back and like, oh, this doesn't taste right, or oh, I asked for no deal, and you know they always claim that the people spin it, and I'm here to tell you it's true, Eric. I did it myself. <laughs> You'd get it all depend if if I knew something was up, and you know I I kind of you cut a corner or something, and a guy comes back and you're nabbed. You're kind of like okay, and really if somebody comes up and says, oh, you know what, I hate to be a bother, but this was this and that and the other thing. It, it depends on the circumstance. Sometimes you're like, okay, here we go. But it's when the people start bitching. And I'm sure Jess didn't bitch. I told you. We were oh, talking no. about this. We were talking and about Tanya it. Tanya does this. There, and it, there they, is a, there's a great chance, though, that the one manager on at McDonald's who yells at every employee oh, yeah, who fucks yeah, she up. She berates everybody who screws they, up. And I think she screws up. I'm yeah, telling you, though. Yeah. It's because of the manager. They're fed up like, oh, this fucking bitch came back, got me yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I, I'm telling you, the, the thing that... When I worked at this Hardee's, we had a couple of managers that kind of checked out. When they got there, they'd just sit in the office. So it was basically like 15-year-olds running the place. And, yeah, and that's when you you run into some trouble because it's like Lord of the Rings or Lord of the Flies then. You know, people run the Rings. No, it wasn't Lord of the Rings. Oh, me precious. You got a fucking, you know, onion ring on your finger. Oh, me precious. They didn't have onion rings there. Hardy's had a lot of crazy things. Now, you said that Jess had talked about 
that she thought it was one of those burgers that was sitting around or whatever. I yeah. used to call those the side burgers. So you'd have your grill going, and in case somebody ordered specials, you'd have these things on the side of the grill, and they would just get really greasy. And stuff. Those are my favorite. I'm telling you, oh, you yeah, would man. have to throw them away. You'd have a timer. I, I would say half hour they can only stay. I used to hide them and then eat them later. Today, we, we had our Thanksgiving uh, lunch yesterday at work. And me and you kind of ditched it a little, but they, I don't they know. forced ladies us. Came out and brought me a big yeah, old they plate. forced us into eating some stuff. Well, today I raided the the cookie jar. There was a lot of leftover food. I went in, and what I do is I have a, a hoodie on. So when I get something, I always grab it in my hand and I pull it up my my shirt sleeve, the hoodie You're sleeve. Ninja out and, of there. Yeah, I was and ninja out. Well, I had a piece of pumpkin pie up there at one point. <laughs> Everything. Goes, these things were not. Goddamn sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hey, you want some pie? And my hand pops out with, with this like, no. the worst piece of pie. It was all fucking smashed up. And then I said to you, kind of was like this. You think I should eat it? I don't know if it's on. You're like, no, you shouldn't eat it. That, that means I'm eating it. Started eating it. Tastes delicious. Then I went in and got some ham. And then you went in to look to see, and you said I wasn't being a ninja because I was going yeah. in and lifting up like the tinfoil and not putting it back sealed. I said, you think these people sealed that tinfoil? What are you, crazy? So. You crazy. A bunch of fucking savages where we work. Yes. This is a comics podcast, Eric, and this is the spotlight of it. I'm just excited that it, we have a couple days off. Yeah, me too. Uh, and you are heading out tonight because tonight is the Thanksgiving Eve, which you had told me that is the biggest night of drinking. And it has are, always been the biggest night of drinking. Yeah, and you're heading out. You're heading out tonight after we get done this. You actually told me at one point I thought we were going to record 28 books tonight, but you told me, no, we're going to do one because you're heading out with your buddy. And the thing is, this buddy of yours, you felt bad for over the years because he is somebody who didn't really have family in the area. His family so lives on in thing, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, so everybody lives in Kentucky, which is, you know, I'd feel bad for him right away for that. But he, he ends up, at least it wasn't Mississippi. Uh, but yeah, he ends up uh, having the holiday by himself. So you started a tradition that on Thanksgiving Day, because yeah. you don't like to go out anyway, you and, and him would go to the myself. one bar that's open in town and you'd hang out, drink a little. Uh, maybe have some uh, jalapeno poppers, maybe some uh, chicken wings. I don't. I well, they actually yet. prepare a decent Thanksgiving oh, dinner really? at the bar. Yeah. Okay, I might go there. So yeah. they have that. So this year, though, now the thing, the tides have turned. He has a girlfriend now. Well, that's so he switched too. up it's, your game. Exactly, because it's always Thanksgiving Day. This year, he gets a hold of me. He's like, "So we going out Thanksgiving Eve?" I'm like, "Eve? That's when all the college kids go out. Mm-hmm. We're fucking old men now. What's going yeah, on?" Yeah, but you, you know, it's because he's going to his girlfriend's parents. And I, for, I'm putting for it together now. I'm like, "Okay, he's dating Teresa now. I wonder what the yeah. hell." That, okay, oh, he's Teresa. got something to do for Thanksgiving, and I'm the one he feels sorry yep. for now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure that when Teresa's like, "Hey, we're going to my parents for Thanksgiving," he's like, "Oh, you know what? Me and Eric used to go out on Thanksgiving." She's probably. What are you, a drunk? And he's like, no, no, listen. This Eric is kind of a loser, and, and really nobody likes this guy. So what ends up happening is that I have gone out. Like, you know he's making himself look like a king. Like, he is the great. He's Mother I Teresa, well. for Christ's sakes. So he, she's like, oh, well, I guess you're going to have to go out the night before. And and this is where I want an update. Well, I'm an update maybe on the regular podcast on Sunday. Uh She's probably coming along, and you are going to be—you're going to be that third wheel that I always thought was the fourth wheel. Eric. Well, I told you last wheel. year it was me and him hanging out. All of a sudden, this girl that he freaking like—he was—he was swiping on Tinder, made a date. No. She showed up on Tinder. fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was it Grinder or Tinder? 
It was Tinder. I said to you, when we make these jokes, I said, well, what, what the fuck's Tinder? I, I know I hear it, but I didn't know. And then you told me. I'm like, what the heck is this going no, on? You, sl- you slide left, slide left, slide right, and you fuck someone. It's pretty much how I get the yeah, understanding. That's what it seems. That's what it seems. But, yeah, so after we're done here, you're going to go out, and you're going to get smashed. And you're kind of worried that you might get pulled over. Well, at least your buddy Rich for drunk driving. I, I yeah, tell I don't you, drive. Don't drunk, don't drunk drive, Eric. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> it's it's not good. You're, you're going to end up in trouble. This might be the last thing you ever record, and it, Could it's be. going it's going swimmingly so far. So I would be very <laughs> proud. I, at your funeral, I will play the Rainbow Connection. I'll Thank also you. play uh, Dancing Mike's version of the burn victim of that, and then oh. I'll play him this bit of the podcast so everybody can cry, and not because you're dead, because this thing has gone off the rails already. Because. This is a comics podcast. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, my comics bad. Comics podcast spotlight. So I guess we should talk about comics. At one point, I was suggesting that we do something like a uh, just for the hell of it or a, an emergency podcast type of thing where we're, what we're thankful for. And really, that's a bunch of bullshit, Eric. That, that wouldn't have been that great. That would really have been us faking the funk. So we are <laughs> going to talk about a book, but before we go on with that, I want to mention. We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Batman Podcast Network, Eric. We're also proud members of what I like to call the Get Fresh Crew. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. See? I said I wouldn't whoop whoop anymore, but we're still going to dance. Everybody out there that's listening in the Get Fresh Crew better be dancing right now. Raising the roof, Eric, as they say down well, at the, the schoolyard. Right, right? They still raise the roof, huh? Is that what they feel? The roof's already raised. Oh, it's raised. All right. And there it is. That is the theme song of the Get Fresh Poo. And we're going to get on with this with some little bit of things. I lost my notes. See, I, I'm talking about the Get Fresh Crew and I lose my notes. But with the, the deal. What happens? Let me get this. Let me let me gather my thoughts. If you want to email us at any time and during our regular podcast, we do have a plethora of emails that we split up in the shit don't end. Uh, the one thing about. Our podcast is we like to respect the listeners, and really they are not fans, Eric. They're friends. They are friends to us. They are. And uh, you can email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. We will read every email, negative, positive. I don't think. Is there any negatives out there anymore? Everybody loves Eric Shea. How can anybody say anything negative about America's sweetheart Eric Shea? Because we really haven't got a lot of negatives, though – I like when people emailing and they kind of argue a little bit about books and stuff with us. Now, I will have to point out J-Men from San Mateo, formerly of... What else a real was place. It? Monterey. Monterey. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, he actually emailed me. Now he's going to be mad. Uh, he emailed us this week and he did not think he was on the podcast. And he got very angry because at one point I accidentally did skip his mail. We did not, J-Men, if you're listening... I sent you the the timestamp. Go listen, and everybody. You're all up in there, baby. Everybody, J Man's birthday was last week, and the problem is when he sent this email to me, he was uh, doubly upset because he asked for the NES classic, the mini uh, classic, <laughs> and he ended up getting the Atari classic. And he said Ooh. instead of getting the NES classic with thirty awesome preloaded games, I got the uh the Atari classic joystick. with a hundred shitty games. I think he even pointed out like Frogger. One of my least favorite games, Frogger. Like really you know, I, like I, I need like to play Frogger a game to cross the street. 
Yeah, I'm not very good at either. Hey, it's dude, just, dude, dude, I can't see. Every time I cross yeah. the street, it's like playing a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Or lose yeah, today. that's what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> I need to like even when you're playing Donkey Kong, I'm sitting there and I kind of come up with an idea of a story. I kind of go beyond what the story is in my stupid head. And Frogger, he wants to get across the street. I don't care what he's going for. He's a frog. Why the frog cross the street? Yeah. And then, me oh, off. oh, let's mix it up. He's not crossing the street now. He's jumping logs and fucking lily pads. What the fuck do I care? It's a fucking frog. Let, let him live his life. Why do I have to control him? Why, why can't he stay on the other side? Just sit there. What, so there's no flies there? No, man. Oh, Frogger. Man. Yeah, I love it. Slim Pickens on this side of the street. Yeah, really. All of a sudden, you got to get to the other side of the street where there's no way you're winning. Uh, Facebook, you can like. Yes, Facebook, you can like us at Weird Science DC Comics on Podbean. We're at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com. We're also on Reddit, and I think that the Get Fresh Crew chat line on uh, on Twitter is kind of taking away the thunder of of the Reddit channel, kind of like what happened with that goddamn message board on our regular site. But oh, yeah. we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, on Reddit we're a subreddit, Weird Science DC Comics. I am not gonna mention anything about forward or backward slashes, Eric. It gets me in Good. trouble. Gets me in trouble. I'm not gonna say it at all. Any forward, backward slash, you just slash so all you want. I start at the top right and move down left. I don't, I don't start that see you're going too far into it. I don't even want to discuss it. I don't. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Uh you know, everybody, I'm a dummy. There you go. You know what? You wanna really see how much of a dummy I am? Go and listen to the Aquaman when I say that sloth wants a goddamn butterfinger. It blew me, it fucking blew my mind afterwards that I said that. Jesus Christ, Eric, we all know he wants a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's what sloth wants, right? <laughs> Him and Larry I told you, I'm like, I even said to you, like, the, the, the day after, I'm like, we recorded that. And I'm like, you know what? I, I woke up this morning, I'm taking a shower, and I realized that I said, oh, man, uh, Aquaman looks like Sloth. Somebody get him a Butterfinger. And I'm like, Eric, it's a baby Ruth. Why the hell am I saying this? Why didn't you correct me? And you said that you kind of heard me say it, but you were not really paying attention to no. everything I was saying. You were like, and plus you wanted to set me up, make me look like, I don't know what no, this is. Wait. because we both came into work on Monday, and we both looked at each other. We both we, had something we both stupid. At the same time, we fucked up. Yeah, 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 really. People are listening. Uh, when we do the podcast, I, I mentioned it last week. When we're doing it, I really sometimes I feel like I'm on a runaway fucking train. I am soul asylum never on a runaway train, baby. Now. Never coming back. And it just sometimes shit just goes wrong. Last week it seemed to really go wrong. Backward, forward, slash. Fuck. Oh, who knows? But yeah, Cohen, we're on Twitter. Leonard, Leonard Cohen, Larry Cohen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, dude, Call I love the that ladies, man. I'm working on that. Uh, whoever that that is, I'm working on impersonation of you. So watch out. Call him the ladies, man. <laughs> Love that. All right, peace. Don't rip peace. Uh, yes, we are on Twitter, Weird Science DC. And if you follow us on Twitter, and this week people did, they said, I want in with the Weird Science Get Fresh Crew chat line. You say that you want in. But it's funny. People yeah. are like, how do I get in? You just pass the test, buddy. <laughs> You're in. That's what happens. And then this goes on. You start to freaking dance it up. Everybody's whoop whooping. I, I would whoop whoop more uh, this week. Uh, my throat is already hurting. I, I feel like I am uh, shot out of a cannon. Now. We are recording a little earlier than we usually do, so it's kind of, you know, making me a little excited. But yeah, if you want to get on the Get Fresh Crew chat line, just let me know. You're in. Also, we do have a site. I didn't mention that. We have a site, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where we have reviews of all these comics. So if you want a written review 
of the comics. Go and check those out. Just don't look at Deathstroke, Eric. I was falling asleep while I was writing that, baby. And I wanted to get it up, and you know, because I'm lazy, I haven't gone back. I've changed anything. It's not like anything was yeah, bad. Yeah, we're going back. Yeah. I'm telling. Run away. I um, I ended up typing, and as I was typing, I ended up typing shit like as you. Everybody's had this where you're laying in bed and you're so tired and you're falling asleep. And you start just thinking a weird shit that, and all of a sudden you wake up, and this happened to me a bunch of times. Well, you wake up and you're really convinced that you have thought of something that would solve, uh, you know, world hunger, and oh, yeah. it just slipped away. Then, yeah, I think actually, didn't you say at one point you thought that you had invented time travel? Oh, right? I was it, really stoned sitting in my car one day when I was like no, in my early twenties. There you go. You just threw and, it out uh, the window with your. Stone. I freaking realized I'm like I figured out time travel, and right as I said this. My buddy Doc goes and slaps on the side of the window, shocks the shit. I mean, forgot yeah. everything. And it's really you're day, like I, can, I figured out how to travel ahead in time, and it's it's to take a nap. That, to this day, though, I am like, I, went, I, laid, I did figure it out. Yeah, and then Doc you think realized the dystopian future no, I think came you, back in time. You lay down. Me. Oh, he did it. He because he knew what would happen. He oh, yeah, saw he the ramifications. And shortly after that, he had to shave his head because he was losing his hair. He got old pretty fast. It seemed. Oh, like. he got old pretty fast, did he? Yeah, no, you're there. I found a way that I can go ahead in time 30 minutes. You fall asleep, wake up in 30 minutes. You think you're a genius. Time traveler. Time travel, bitches. Ah, uh, yes, but we are going to talk about a DC comic that came out this week. Now, again, this is the Spotlight podcast. All this is is to show you, the listener, uh, what everything's all about, what the main podcast is all about. And right now, you've already learned. Nonsense. That's what it's Nonsense, all about. Nonsense. And, but... Uh, that doesn't mean it's the best book of the week. A lot of people say that, like, oh, the spotlight, the best book of the week wasn't Blue Beetle, and God forbid, if that's the case, we're never talking about that book, Aaron. It is not the best book of the week. It, sometimes it may be the biggest, most important book of the week, but it really is just a thing that sometimes we pick. Sometimes it's just a book, hey, we'll do this one. All right. Exactly. That, uh, it's going to be more like that only because... You know, we, we don't have a lot of number ones anymore. Everything's going and stuff like that. And tonight... No, we don't want to blow our load for the podcast. Yeah, really. I mean, who wants to blow their load? Uh, tonight, we are going to talk about a book that should be big. It should be important. Um, it. I was actually on... This is the second time I've talked about this book because I'll give them a little shout out. I was on the Nerd Church Radio podcast last night with Ben and Noah talking about this book, which is Wonder Woman. And talking about the finale and whatnot. But Eric, I always I need to talk to you. You're you're my uh soul guide. I'm your baby I, boy. <laughs> I don't know what you are. You're you're my guiding <laughs> light, Eric. You're my shining knight in armor. Uh but you wanna get on with it? You wanna start up? You wanna keep the nonsense going? We'll talk about seven hours of freaking ridiculousness and Man, then I got a, a spotlight. Yeah, you do. Now, what are you gonna? What is your favorite drink when you go? Are you just a beer drinker? I am just or a beer drinker. Are you man. drinking, uh, you know, sex on the beach with a pinky up and apple you know, looking for love? With my pinky up. Oh, apple teenies. The place Delicious. that you're going tonight. Do you think they will serve apple teenies? I really don't think so. It can be a rough you know. bar at times. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I think that uh, when you say like, "I'll have a Miller Light," no, ooh, ooh, look ooh. at him over there. Why don't you put your skirt boy. on? <laughs> All right. Are you going to go up to anybody, like three guys sitting there, and come up and say, hey, mind if I push in your stool? Are you going to say that uh, to the middle? I might. Depends on how many drinks I have. Yeah, right. What, two? That's yeah. all it takes for it's you. It's been a long time since I drank. You're going to primp now. yourself up. You're going to wear the headband. 
No, absolutely not. No, fuck no. I've you, already parted my hair to the one side. Yeah, I've trimmed my that's beard the deal. up a bit. I get to see the Eric Shea wears the headband. <laughs> like the guy, you, me, I go to work, you are the, the husband who doesn't care anymore. Might as well wear your sweatpants in and a, a fucking tank top. Yes, Jess, I'm the boyfriend who doesn't care anymore. Yeah, uh-huh. you were the boyfriend that never cared. That's Ooh. what you were. Ooh-wee. Let's get on with it. What are we talking about? Wonder Woman number 11, written by Greg Rucka with art by Liam Sharp, Laura Martin, and Jody Wynn. It's the conclusion to the lie story, and I can't help feel like it's just the beginning. We see some weird-ass shit between Sasha Bordeaux being a robot and the Themyscira we've all known being a lie the whole time. Does it all make sense? I don't know, but I guess we'll find out because it looks like the lie's conclusion or not are just starting. Yeah, uh, this is the problem. It, the biggest problem is, is that it is saying conclusion. You are at the sixth issue of this arc and usually that means, you know, a trade. That means some sort of conclusion. I know that... It means it's time uh, to move on. Yeah, I know that, Greg Ruck. I know that um, this was not going to end the story. There's too much going on. What the conclusion to me was going to be, exactly what it says at the beginning, the conclusion of the lies. Like, all, really, at the end of this, all I needed to know was who was lying. Who's lying, Eric? Uh, you because are. Because that's... All yeah, who, who's zooming who? I, I just needed to know something about that. Like, oh my God, it's been this person, it's that person, it's Aries, it's this, it's me. Like, you know, even what if it was the that scope here. You know, yeah, like I'm yeah. telling you, by the end of this, like I'm telling you, I was not a fan of this series right off the bat just because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yep. As it progressed, I'm like, okay, I'm getting this. I, I know what's going on. I'm not a dummy anymore. I like this. Yes. I'm back to square one right now. Yeah. Well, it really, if this issue came right and now obviously it uh, it couldn't transition right into it but this is very reminiscent if i said to you which issue does this or which you know chapter whatnot this reminds you of it has to be the rebirth number one the the rebirth special uh it really felt like the start of the series and we have gotten some stuff but it's almost like the problem is i really like that that rebirth number one special and as it went on i tried to convince you of how good it, it was angry and then you gradually started liking it more and more where i kind of leveled off a bit and so <laughs> and when this like happens a little bit less this happens all the time now i will tell you the last issue of the lies i gave a 5.1 may not have been fully accurate i was kind of pissed off and you know that's how we roll here if i get mad at you it goes down a little but it still was the point this, where the book gets punished yeah really the book and everyone listening uh the the problem though is I he did that I didn't think it was a nine point five you know what I'm saying I right, didn't right. like it as much it started but the issue is is now we're at a point where almost the stuff that made you really like it kind of is lessened a little like we say this a lot where you have like this story now this story could turn around it, even issue twenty all of a sudden boom you get this huge issue and everything falls into place and then everything feels better. Uh, right now, though, this almost makes it seem – I think you even told me this after we were talking about it at work – that it almost gives – like almost slaps you in the face and makes you think like, oh, nothing mattered. Everything nope. up to this point makes – you know, is, is bullshit, and it kind of does feel that way. I've been reading Wonder Woman for five years now, and uh, – oh, for five point. years. Yeah. yeah. Even especially to <laughs> me, even that – not even just that, but just this rebirth, it almost makes it like – like, Greg Rucka might be laughing at everybody, like, huh, you know what? You thought you were going to get a conclusion. Nope, this is just the beginning. And the problem with all of this is I kind of like 
the beginning as well. Like I like where it, it is intriguing me what's going on, but even that you're not getting a lot. And well, it's, it's funny too because it seems like a lot of the Azarello stuff is being washed away to a degree. Yeah. Um, with this series continuing, I mean, with this arc, it's not the arc, but with the story continuing the way it is, I'm starting to get the idea that it's going to be a lot like Azarello's run, where it just seems like yeah. one continuous story broken into get, arcs for a trade. Yep. I even mentioned that when I was on with Nerd Church talking. Oh, did you? That, yeah, that this, that, yeah, because you didn't listen, Eric. You heard that we all did good stuff that night. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree. I think that anything that you get from this issue was nothing, you know, you do get stuff, but the main thing that I got was that I'm like, oh, Greg Ruck is playing this game now. This yeah. is what it's going to be. We're going to get another 35, you know, issue arc because really that Azarello, it was a, you know, they, it's a long form story. Yeah, I, right. I think a lot of times it's the long con, Eric, that, uh, the thing though, and what happens is a lot of people love Greg Rucka. A lot of people are like, this is their Wonder Woman writer. They kid, they love him. I don't have that level of, uh, familiarity or trust with Greg Rucka to say, no, I. okay, I see what he's doing or I'll trust him. I need something. I need something. And really, me to me, bone, Greg. Yeah. And, and to me, a lot of these people, like we, we, you have a three issue rule. If you read three issues and don't like them, you will drop a book. Though I, I've called bullshit on that last week, but right, well, I'm telling you that. But, when was the last time I got to drop a book after three issues? Well, we don't, we don't ever get to. Yeah. That's our burden. Uh, but no, if you, I think that actually your rule would be if you're grabbing a book that isn't your like quote unquote Eric's book. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If the, you know Blue Beetle, you might give a little extra. World's well, fine as you gave forever. But if people are a lot of people, oh, I'm gonna. I heard all about this Wonder Woman. I'm gonna pick it up. So you have these three. I think that in Rebirth, I think because everybody's excited, there may be people who are like, listen, I'll give it the first arc. I'll wait till this first deal. I'll go yes. six issues. I'll go with it. Now, this one ends up even extended because of the back and forth with the this and the year one. Um, I th I'm afraid that this conclusion where people are confused. Uh, Brandon would tell me. He he was getting Wonder Woman. He may still. I, I'm not sure. But he would say, oh, I'd listen to you guys because I was fucking confused. I didn't know what was going on. So if you're confused for six issues and then you're like, okay, finally, I'm going to get some answers. And, and this book pops up. You don't get answers. You're getting more of a setup for what's continuing. I think some people are like, yep, I'm out. I'm done. I, I'm I'm done. And I'm afraid that might be happening. Uh but yeah, you start off with I don't know. Sasha. See, I, I maybe okay. that is the case. I'm, I'm just thinking about it. Like I was actually putting it all together yeah. in my head here. That could be the case where people are just frustrated. But this does end on a note that does leave you intrigued, though. I'm going to give you that. But here's the problem, though. What I'm saying is, if you are not a Wonder Woman fan per se, right, right. you have picked up every book. This book has been good enough. It really has to oh, stick yeah. with. I, we don't have anybody really up until this point say, you know, hey, I've been, I'm dropping Wonder Woman. It's nonsense. You know, people are saying they're dropping Justice League, Green Arrow. They, we've heard all these books, Nightwing. They, you know, you go down the line, Suicide Squad. Uh, I haven't really heard anybody say, hey, I'm dropping Wonder Woman, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just worried because yes, it is intriguing going forward. I'm excited. I actually think that, this sets up some pretty cool stuff. Um, but people, when they're trying to decide, again, we're going to be here no matter what. But people who are trying to decide or whatever, and they kept saying, you know what? I don't understand this. I'm a little confused. I'm going to wait till the end when, you know, and oh, here's the conclusion is in, you know, two more issues. I'll wait. You get this. 
And I think that some people might. We'll have to hear if people, you know, start emailing us like, yeah, I, I dropped Wonder Woman. And I don't know. The other thing, there is a phrase that I'm not a big fan of. It might be really good for this book. This might be one to read better in trade. It might yeah. be better to just like, yep, I'm going to sit it out for six issues now. I'll get the trade and then hopefully I'll get a complete story, which really these first six issues, I don't think you get. It's more now this issue, the conclusion really to me, turns everything into you know you know the whole thing was set up for getting on with the story because really we have six issues of this story and throw in the five of the year one who is the villain who's the big bad of of 11 issues we don't know the seer group (laughs) the seer group possibly now we see uh in this one a little or is it just wonder woman herself who isn't worthy you know is this a thing that she's not worthy like a thor thing well Well, i don't think so that whole thing because we have the whole this is honestly two stories we have in this issue where we have uh what wonder woman's going through because as we saw in the previous issue her and steve actually found what they believe to be but we have what's going on in the real world right now with Etta Candy and Argus and what's going on with Sasha Bordeaux and, and Sasha Veronica Bordeaux. Kale. And then Veronica Kale, yeah. And the problem is, is what we, and we talked about this today uh, a lot while we were working. And the problem I have, and you as well, with this Sasha, uh, Etta, and Veronica is it does seem like a beginning mainly because we haven't got much from them before. No. We don't know really anything about Sasha and we find out something huge here, but yet you don't know the particulars that led up to it, what well, it say, actually Sa- means. Sasha is a legacy character created by yeah. Greg Rucka, but for what we've been dealing with since Flashpoint, we have not gotten Sasha Bordeaux really, so her being the commander here doesn't really do anything to, for you to find out that she's being brainwashed in any of this because you have yeah, no yeah. real connection to and, her. And really, universe. up until now, it looked like she was just being brainwashed, and it, yeah. we'll just get with it. It starts off where her and Ed are there, and they say basically you know what i think that steve and diana did it there there's no existence in we our world of them that we yeah. can't pick them up anymore and that's when ed is like you know what that's probably a good sign i guess because you know dr minerva said that themiscara doesn't exist so if we can't track them uh, they must have found it so they yeah. don't know and i like that i like it's not just like yep they found it no they wouldn't know but they can't track them so they assume it and even there you get the shout out where you realize that uh barbara minerva is not going to be in the issue because then ed is like or no sasha says that hey how is uh, barbara doing she's like oh you know what she was dealing with that Erskataga curse a long time she's chilling out we don't have it and so that that is a very convenient way to kind of get her out of this issue so she's yeah. not involved but you have sasha and edda and edda is, is kind of i don't think that's the problem is sasha has the bit of Erskataga that was brought back she's like yeah you know what Edda, you've been busy. Go back and have a, a night's rest. I'm going to get rid of this this containment issue thing with the guy, the god in the box. Friend. But yeah. she's like, I'm going to. And the weird thing is, is what we said. We haven't got a lot of those two together because what then happens is we see again that Sasha's being brainwashed at what we thought at this time you get her little cell phone that has that crazy symbol comes up and then you have that voice which we're pretty sure it's it's veronica kale telling her what she's going to do with this god fragment in the meantime edda is like she has turned into secret agent mode where she's just sitting in her car watching now i do look like it is weird there is a lot of glowing coming from that car like you would think but edda makes it seem like she has been on sasha's case all this time 
Uh, and it's weird because we don't have much interaction between those two in these six issues. So you no. can't think like, oh, Ed is on to her. You never thought this until that point where there, Ed is in the car squinting. Like, ooh, yeah. something's she, she, going she's on. She's got that stank face on. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, she I does. smell a rat. And, and the weird thing to me is it isn't even one of the – usually in, in a case like this, you would have – Edda would have had Erskataga and would have said, boy, I'm so tired. And then Sasha was like, listen, I'll take care of Erskataga. You go get some rest. And, and Edda knowing, boy, that's against any protocol that we've set up. We set up a pretty strict protocol. What is she up to? And then I could see that she'd be very suspicious. Uh, it's, it's just weird. Out of nowhere, she's suspicious. And there are some things. And when I was talking to the guys on Nurture, they had a couple of issues in the book where they thought that it was kind of confusing and like almost like panels were skipped. Uh, I think they didn't think this one, me and you do. And I think that this was a thing that was kind of thrown in there. All of a sudden, you were like, what's going on? Why would Edda be like Edda didn't seem like she was suspicious at all yeah. of anything. Uh, but yeah, she's got the stink face. I see it. But yeah, when then we switch over to Themyscira. Stank face. Yeah, stank face. We switch over to Themyscira where Hippolyta is there raising, you know, her wine and toasting and like, listen, my daughter's returned. Everything's going. And it's obviously not the Themyscira that we knew from well, it's uh, the year right one. Up, when we saw it at the end of the previous issue, when it looked yeah. like she made it home and we saw Hippolyta there, I'm like, yeah, this don't make any sense to me because from everything that we saw in the New 52, Hippolyta is dead. Mm -hmm. So her being here and Wonder Woman being so like, hey, it's my mom. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just weird. so goddamn weird. Yeah, I don't even get – it's weird because Diana hits the island and she seems a bit in a daze. She's not like – it's not even like, hey, there's my mom or whatever. She's just like, oh, mom? And then here they're eating. They're having a feast. They're having a feast in honor of Diana. Steve's there and right away, I, Liam Sharp's art is really good. I, oh, yeah, nobody, I yeah, this isn't, you know, talking out of anything. Everybody knows it. You look at this book and it looks good. And I think that one of the best things that he did in this is where they're having this feast. And Apollo is giving a toast with the wine and stuff. And, and we will mention this is the new 52 Apollo. It looks just like the Azarello Apollo, uh, who is supposedly dead. So that throws Ragged. in the thing. And, uh, you look and Steve sitting there, he looks confused. He is, he's sitting there and his face is just like, what the fuck? And you see Diana there. She's got like this weird little goofy smile on her face. And I said, it's so funny because Steve's there. He's got the burger and fries. And I want to point out to you, Eric, I do not see any lettuce and tomato on that burger. And they know how to do things in Themyscira. I don't care what lie is going on in Themyscira or in Diana's life right now. That burger ain't lying. That burger is by itself. Where are they getting those fries, Eric? They got the fryer in there. They got the freaking Paradise but, Island Fryer. It's, it's a trademark item. You <laughs> what get were you doing? What, what, did you walk off? Did you walk away? No, no, no. It, 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 uh, the, the feed was not hitting right, uh, right on time. <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? Is he studying this burger? Uh, yeah, there is no lettuce and tomato there, but he's got a sliced up pickle. Jess would like that. She said extra pickle. Hey, honestly, I'm afraid it's not a pickle. It's just a cucumber, and that makes me angry. Oh, that would that would actually make me very angry. And it's one of those things in here where it, it just it's funny to say, but where did they – is this like you just think that you want a burger and fries and it pops up? Why are it's they getting that? Island. What I thought, too, reading this right away, is you see Themyscira, and it, it's dark. Everything about 
Themyscira is dark and gritty, at which fits Liam Sharp's art is also, and not that he does the coloring, but his whole thing is gritty and, you know, more than, say, a Nicholas Scott looks like almost like a, a fairy tale thing in yeah. year one. But this looks very dark, but there's other things involved. Like, I'm telling you, some there is a jackal-type wolf going around. There's a vulture. Like, everything points to death to me in this whole, you know, this whole setup. Uh, Jim, I think that's a dodo bird. Yeah, is it a dumb? Well, even if it is, it looks crazy. Like this isn't like it's not a peacock. It's not something that you would normally see in. And if it's a dodo again, that means dead to me. They're not around anymore. So right there is almost like that may be even like a little sign that because that's when Diana says, "Listen, mom, you were dead." And she's like, "Dead." By who? Because she's like, there's nobody going to fucking kill me. And it's like, Hera. She uh, looks she so to angry, too. And, it's so yeah. weird. Like, she's got, her face completely changes oh, at this point when I'm she says that. Mother, I thought yeah. you were dead. Like, by whose hand? But again, that's what I'm saying. It's like, almost if anything, if you think, if you're telling me that Greg Ruck is like, okay, I want to kind of get rid of this Azarello Ron. To me, the way him and Liam Sharp are spelling it out was this was a harsh story. It was a, a a story filled with darkness and death, and we want to get away from that. And really, you know what? They're not wrong. They really aren't. Uh, it was a story that was, you know, steeped in mythology. You did get Zeus as her father yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, it was that. a story. It was a story of deception and, you know, double crust, crisscross applesauce going on. So oh, yeah. it is like when I thought you were dead and her mother is not like, does not seem like that caring a mother, even with the fact that she's there and her daughter was gone. You're saying, you know, about Diana, like not caring that, oh my God, mom, you were supposed to be dead and not going, you know, ape shit about it. But it seems like she just just goes with it yeah, you know like but, after her mother's like by whose hand and they just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. move on you yeah, know like well, she even tells a story that you know we had zeke and zola and yeah, yeah. did this well, and, and then just kind of dies out well even before that like did you see a, a scene with her with apollo hugging diana and no. saying how much she missed her no it is a feast almost like a yes rejoice this is like a spartan type thing oh where yeah, it's like a warrior's the, feast yeah it's a warrior deal and i really do think that is the thing where, if anything, Ruck is like, you know, that Azarello thing, yeah, you know what, I, I'm not going to screw around with it, but he really made it dark, and he made a thing, and, and I didn't like it. I want more hope, but it, it's weird because what you're doing then is you're kind of giving more of the same then, even if you are eventually going to go against it. And I think it's going to throw people off, but like you said, there is a thing now. It is weird because you can't assume that everybody read the Brian Azarello run. So when Diana does say, like, hey, you you were turned to clay by Hera, uh, there was Zolan, her son Zeke, who was Zeus. And later, Darano and, and Donna, and it Zeus. just, yeah, it keeps I mean, going. Zeus, and then she even says, like, and Ares died, and I took his place, and Olympus was close to me. Like, it's going further and further along in the story. And then she's like, and I could not find my way home. And there's Apollo just looking at her. Then it changes the next thing, and then... uh she she just says, up, oh, you come home now. And, yeah, it's very weird. And through this whole thing, you now, see Steve is just seems confused. Like, what's going on here? So he just gets up and excuses himself. Yeah, he excuses himself. Uh, and, the uh, one thing, I though, don't... I didn't, I didn't think – I'd have to go back and look at the previous issues. While I'm looking at this issue right now, I'm looking at Wonder Woman. And for some reason, I don't know if she had this the whole goddamn time because I can't remember now. But it yeah. seems like Hippolyta is wearing her headband or whatever that yeah, you call yeah, that. Yeah. Um, 
and I don't know. I just don't remember seeing Wonder Woman with this particular yeah, headband I can, she's I can wearing in this. Then. Because the one that seems like more yeah. like uh, accurate to me from what we've seen previously in other books, even is yeah. the one that Hippolyta is wearing. So yeah. I don't know if well, that means anything or if I'm just going crazy looking at this goddamn. Well, it's beautiful. and what's what's weird here is that whole thing. Like you know, hey, you shouldn't have brought him here. This is crazy. And she's like, but he was here. And she, it's not in, not in her deal. And she's like, you know what? You, you shouldn't let him wander alone. It's like this is another thing where at some points he is there, he isn't there. And I don't know if that was pointing out, you know, kind of the whole deal in the New 52, the way we had missing years and whatnot that, uh, you know, he wasn't the typical Steve Trevor. Like Steve Trevor to us, especially to me, it really is one of those characters that really got the short end of the stick in the whole new oh, 52. Yeah. He really did. He got pushed to the side. Uh, this is part of the legacy that Rebirth is supposed to bring back and the hope and the love and things like that, where we've already seen them kissing and things like that. And we, even when this happened, what about Superman and all this stuff? Because he really ended up being the jilted ex-boyfriend. We never really then saw had much to work with the freaking his yeah, ex's yeah. new boyfriend. And, and all that, most of that stuff was like, understood when it started when the new 52 started and i kind of think that that is kind of hinted at here almost like you know he wasn't anything before but hippolyta just doesn't recognize him and doesn't really even know seems very confused about that but steve i don't know well, it's, I, I i don't really get the idea that uh like she does she doesn't want him wandering off and she still yeah, doesn't like no, the idea just, of i am i don't get just the idea that he that she, says like she doesn't know him yeah but she says you you risk the anger of your sisters bringing him here and he goes he has been here before mother and she's yeah. confused because it doesn't make sense for her to say that because he has has been there and oh, it's not like this is just somebody new he has been there recently supposedly like if this was it you know and at this point to me this is why i think diana's you know she's obviously being more affected than than say steve trevor because the, what how long has passed since you think he's been there you said like my, five six years six, or whatever. six years in my mind whatever it would be uh, that isn't like he showed up there 20 years ago. He's been like a man has been there recently, but that wasn't this Themyscira. So I think that that's what that's, you know, it's one of those inconsistencies pointing out where Steve seems to be the only one who remembers anything. Wonder Woman, she remembers some things, but it's getting confused. And she really, like you said, she isn't standing up for things. She's not like getting up and saying like, shit's wrong, mom. When did you dye your hair? You don't look like my mother that I left. What is going on? But she kind of does remember that because that's why she's mentioning Zeke and Zola. So oh, yeah, yeah. it is crazy the way it's going. And I think Diana is kind of, yeah, I don't even think she's punch drunk about it. I think that she is kind of stuck between things and doesn't really know what's going on. But Steve does. And I think that's, you know, it may have something where they pointed out he is a man on Themyscira. You know, he's on women's world now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if later we're going to find out that what is affecting diana it obviously wouldn't be affecting steve and maybe what's going on the big bad behind this didn't you know count on steve going back with her like oh diana's gonna go and we're gonna keep maybe, her away maybe this was the whole point of the gods originally when they left to bring steve in because they knew that something bad was going to happen they needed this outsider to come in to make sure that this uh, yeah, daughter of, uh, well, and again yeah like the, good, like the quote-unquote good gods like yes. athena or stuff like that it might have been uh and it's weird it's just it's just very weird because like we said diana's not just like 
this is wrong. Like, she doesn't just jump up and yell it. Uh, Steve, though, Steve sneaks up because Steve is going to go find uh, Kalista, right? Castalia. Uh, Castalia, I'm sorry. She's going to go find, he's going to go find Castalia because even though when he was there and he points it out later, he didn't talk. He couldn't understand them when he was no. there. He didn't understand they what they He couldn't understand saying. him. He couldn't understand them. Yeah. Now, this whole thing now is they do now, but it's also because of the lasso. The whole lasso he had grab the lasso now when they did that in the year one story i thought that this was like a uh you almost had to grab it each time it was almost like a tin well, can see, with the, the string thing is i i still don't think i still think that's yeah. the case where he grabbed it and they were able to understand wonder woman right there yeah uh i don't think that th- that would work now i'm saying i think everybody here is speaking english well yeah well that's the problem is that's where it's weird because he obviously he can talk to Wonder Woman because they've been talking all along, and you would assume that Wonder Woman is talking English to him. But when yeah. they go back, yeah, they, it's almost like they are all talking English. Uh, he does kind of say something a little later about the lasso, kind of like I couldn't understand him now, but because of that, whatever, I don't know. But yeah, that's another thing that's off. When he was there the last time, he couldn't understand. They couldn't understand him, but he knew Castalia, who is the priestess, who not only healed him or helped him when he you know he crashed there but also was the one who if you remember they had like this war table set up and they were trying to decide what this whole thing meant the men they came they crashed are they attacking are they doing this they were studying the weapons oh my god they have these weapons and look at this gun remember the one hey look what they can do and castellia was basically saying listen you can't go to this island without the gods letting you so him being on this island means that they they want him here uh he goes to find her i think it's because she was pretty much she was nice to him but i think that he wants to find her just because to him maybe she's the only one that kind of makes sense to him and he wants to find her finds out that she's not there even when uh you know diana comes and makes sure that he's not being you know raped about yeah yeah. uh, while he's by himself he says they're like, I'm trying to find Castalia. Like, there's things are yep. not r- uh, right here. Like, we couldn't communicate until we did this. And she's like, don't, he says, don't you remember? She's like, no, I, I remember. It's like she does not remember anything that we've been dealing with, yeah. with the year one yeah, story no, so she, far. She does not seem, like I said, it's almost like I got the idea almost because, yeah, he goes and he finds the one Amazon's like, I don't know that name, Castalia. And you know what? If you stay here any longer, we're just going to share you. We're going to rape your ass. And, currency, boy. and it's weird. Then Diana comes and it's like, Steve. And then it's weird then, like, right after then, she calls him Steven. And yeah. I've never seen her call that. It was like, I didn't know what that was going. But I got the idea that, and this is in my head making up probably, but I got the idea that if Diana stayed there and had that dinner, went to bed, decided to talk to her mom the next day, and Steve was not there, she would have been there forever. She would have been probably. stuck there because she was. it was almost like, you know, a dreamland that she was never going to leave then. Uh, Steve, to me, is the thing that all of a sudden knows something is wrong it's like almost like a twilight zone thing or like when like, i was thinking it sounds like wally west how linda park is his anchor to the yeah, swirl yeah. before steve is to me steve is the thing and like you said maybe that was the original plan of the good gods the gods that gave her her powers gifts, that yeah. night in the in the cell uh but yeah it's almost like for for the woman who wanted who had everything all of a sudden she but it's not a dream See, world this is not that, the dream world that she wants that's the problem I have with this issue, though, is that, like, um, eventually, though, Diana starts bleeding from that wound, like she got yeah, from that yeah. snake bite from the dead tree in the beginning of the series. And uh, she touches her lasso, and the reality of this place kind of shatters, and she remembers what's going on. But 
Yeah. I don't quite get the connection that Greg Ruck is trying to make because, yes, like it's almost like she's been stuck in the New 52 reality this whole time where that's not what actually happens. He's showing us what actually happens with the year one story. Yeah. But this Themyscira that we're on, to me, does not match what we had with that, especially since the pilot is alive. Well, so no. I don't understand the it connection between what we've been dealing with and no. this if it's all been a lie. Well, and here's the, the thing. Like I said, I don't think they're speaking English. Because he would say that. He says to her, something's wrong. She's like, what? And he's like, I can understand everything you're, you're saying, everything that's being said by anybody here. When I was here before, we couldn't even communicate. I don't, I'm telling you, I don't think it's something different. Like all of a sudden, he would just say, why is everybody speaking English? Like they never say that. He just, he can understand them. And it's weird to him. And that's when she starts saying, you know what? I kind of do remember what happened. And that's when he's like, listen, everything's wrong. The buildings are wrong. They weren't like this. So you know what I'm saying? When he's saying that, I get the idea that she's not remembering this. I'm saying she does say, no, I remember. And she goes to and touch she, the she, lasso. She, I'm saying, though, she falters a bit there and then says remembers. Like she's yeah, not, yeah. she pauses. I don't know. Like and she's I, not sure. I think that the lasso is, you know, if the lasso is calling out to her, it's something – she does remember some things, but she does say, listen, you didn't get off the much of the island. But then he's like, Philippus, uh, she didn't look like that. And she didn't look that way. And that's when Diana starts bleeding. And I think that's the thing where when and you if you look where he's saying this, all of a sudden now the, the lasso always does glow. But you yeah. have this glow going even more than and uh, she starts bleeding. And it, it is the wound that she got as a you know younger uh, person in the year one story when she was riding around on the on the horse and whatnot and she saw that that dark tree and she got bitten by a uh an asp she got bitten by a snake and it starts bleeding there and i do think that that's where she starts be- she starts to remember a bit and then shit's going wrong this this wound that again if you want to pull pull out the whole deal that is castalia was the one who healed that as well when she went back there and she was in a coma where we said it even looked like she might have been a coma for however long because they were for a long ass time it could have been for a hundred years because they are immortal at this point when they're there so you know it didn't mean anything but it was to them quite some time that she was down and out and it starts bleeding again. And again, I can't say that I can have a theory about it. The only thing I think is that when she starts to remember the truth, something's going on. Either that that reality from before is shifting. I don't know. It, See, it's the, very the odd. Thing, she the says her wrist I have hurts. Is, the theory I have of this when she starts bleeding again is that she is she goes to touch the lasso. She starts to remember because Steve is reminding her of her things. Yeah. And when she starts bleeding again, in my mind – this is the poison of the lies leaving her system yeah. of like yeah. finally because she's been living it all, with all this time. But it's weird to me because she is hurt and it's like it's this wound had been healed for years. I mean, yeah. it, this thing might have been healed for how long? It's, it's whatever it is. This tree is a uh, dead and, tree is a magical yeah, thing. Yeah. They and it, with it, I I'm would telling say, you. So that, but the the weird thing about it is that when she does take off the bracers and looks, I mean, that wound looks like it just happened oh, it's fresh, again. Yeah. And I don't know that it could be that it's affecting her, like not leaving her. All of a sudden, the shit's happening again because that was done to her for her to not remember. I don't know. We're going to have to see. Like, I got it as, like, that was the fail safe. She was supposed to not remember. Now that she did, she's injured again. And we're going to have to see what goes on. It's not like anything is spelled out then because she goes off. But in the meantime, that's where you see 
uh, Edda is following Sasha. Sasha leaves. It's like the classic, uh, you know, drop off in a spy move. Oh yeah, you know, the freaking walk expect- to DC Park. You freaking put yeah. something on a bench and walk yeah. away. And I expect that you would be walking by, and you have for some reason you have that exact canister. You sit down, pick up the wrong one. Next oh, thing, you have Erskataga. They have a fucking turducken that you had bought in dry ice for Thanksgiving, Eric. That's oh, what yeah. I get. And then you have Veronica so Kale who picks it samples. up. Yeah, Veronica Kale picks it up and goes back to the, you know, some crazy evil council thing. Now we got what we want. It opens it up. It's, it's some fucking Imaginex figures of Eric Shays. Oh, no, it's your plans. It's the plans from Mike Brady, Eric. <laughs> yeah, everybody's mad. Then we're running around the park trying to solve it. Uh, but yeah, Ed is there. Ed is pretty kick ass. Like she oh, gets out of her car, oh. gets a fucking flashlight and a gun. Uh, but that's when you see Veronica Kell with her dog. She's walking it. She picks up the canister and that's where Ed is like, you know, what the fuck's going on? Who are you? Whatever. And it is. And she, uh, What's it called? Veronica knows exactly who she is. She's, you know, Commander Candy. You know, you don't know what you're getting into. And that's when this whole thing, you go, oh, you don't recognize me. I'm Veronica Kale. You know, I have these dogs. They make a good distraction. And they say, kill, please not capture. She says that. And that's when you realize that all along, Sasha has been a fucking cyborg or android. And it's it's fucked up. You'll you'll tell turns me. around and shoots her in the goddamn face. Yeah. And it's weird too because she just turns around and there is Sasha. She's a glowing fucking you know robot. And Edit does not pause. Like no. you know what I'm saying. She's just like Sasha and shoots. Like is this supposed to mean? Because to me she does look scared at first, but Hell then yeah. she just It'll shoots. So when Sasha, when she still turns around, t- Sasha behind her, she's kind of glowing, looks like a goddamn yeah, exorcist yeah. or some shit. I don't know that that's like a, you know, shoot in the face type of thing. You don't know that. Fuck that, I shoot in the face. I don't know. This is comic book world, Eric. She could just be controlled. She could be, you know, somebody under the control uh, of somebody control else. Control or not, she's going to kill freaking Edda if she doesn't well, shoot her in the face. Yeah, I, I know that, you know, Veronica did say kill, please, not capture. Yeah. And we've seen, I think that one thing that Greg Rucka did set up well is that Sasha's gonna fucking follow rules she See, is it's is, so weird because like back in the previous continuity right before the infinity crisis sasha bordeaux did like become like a brother eye cyborg where she like okay. she had a like a brother eye shell and uh, that encased her this yeah. is taking it to the goddamn extremes where yeah she is a fucking robot all the way here yeah yeah and uh that's uh etta shoots and yeah she is a full she blows her face apart and she is a robot you want to call her a cyborg you're calling her no, an android that's a robot that's no that's a fucking android because i don't care everybody says how the terminator is a fucking she does cyborg have skin eric that she is, has skin that is bullshit it is a goddamn those android, legs even if hips it has don't lie baby hips don't lie I'm telling you, I, I don't know that, you know, since I've seen Twiggy on Buck Rogers, I have not seen a sexier robot, my friend. Uh, know, she right? wears those skirts up high. She needs two hairdos there, Sasha Bardell. But uh, they go. And the thing that we said is, does this mean that Sasha Bard- Bordeaux was always a robot? Was she and captured and then we, they put a replacement a robot? While. I have to say that this is a replacement it robot. It would have to somewhere. be a replacement. Sasha is a, is captured somewhere yes. and being held. Where I would think would happen is, because you would think at the end of the scene, Etta is taken. Yes. Uh, and I believe that she is going to end up somewhere where maybe Sasha is. And in the meantime, you cannot have Commander Candy... Uh, that's what I used to call myself around, you know, around eighth grade. Commander Candy, I hear. Here's a whatchamacallit for you, my friend. Uh, 
you can't have yeah really that would Speaking get my going. language yeah you'd salute me uh yeah. you can't have etta being I'm missing. sergeant pepper yeah really you can't have etta being missing so if you have this technology you've already done it with sasha you're gonna have an issue uh you know down the line where both sasha and etta are now replaced and it's not like now, you have you blew up sasha's face and they can't make another robot exactly. you would think that they're going to replace them and it might even end up being a little side thing where you don't know almost like a battlestar galactica you don't know which Who's one's a cylon, cylon. Yeah. you don't know where the cylons are and they're just going to kind of you know keep going that's what i would think if this is the case though our theory here about going forward I just want to know what the fuck is up with DC and all these goddamn doppelgangers lately. Yeah, What's really? going on in Superman? Yeah. Freaking odd. Uh, we have it in like Superwoman. We had the like the lowest lane doppelganger. Yep. But we have it in Cyborg as well with Dr. Silas Stone is yeah. now a Cyborg doppelganger and possibly now Etta and Sasha. And and like I, I And I'm, I'm thought, sure countless others as well. And again, I can't think what I would have thought in general is usually when you have somebody replaced like something like this, you all – that's after – you really know the character. You know their mannerisms. You know some things they do so that you can like, oh, look, somebody's going to see. She didn't scratch her head like she does every time this or, or whatnot. We don't have that here. It's no, very odd. This we is why, just have this Sasha Bordeaux yeah, for the past and this six is issues why with, or seven with, issues of yep, this. And with Sasha Bordeaux like that, with not really knowing much about her, and then all of a sudden she's a goddamn robot, yeah. again, there is something thrown in there in a conclusion that seems to be, uh, you know, a start of something. And yeah, or at least it a is kind part of, of cool. a goddamn arc. The, the two things of being Veronica Kale being the big bad behind everything, very cool. Uh, but Sasha Bordeaux being a robot is crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's where um, uh, Veronica says, you know, she had already said she's not going to use her dogs to attack. She had Sasha. Sasha pretty much was a robot, quote unquote, dog anyway to go right. do it. Now she's going to have the dogs attack. Of course, they're called Terror and Panic, Eric. Uh, that's why I call my right and left when I'm boxing, when I put on my punching gloves, Eric. And, You're punching uh, gloves, huh? <laughs> I don't box. I just punch. Uh, the dogs attack, and yeah, the dogs might even be robots. They they look pretty crazy. Aren't they just have, called gloves? Yeah, they, uh, no, no. They're, those are they're, they're punching gloves, Eric. And uh, the dogs <laughs> have glowing red eyes, so they they probably are cyborgs as just well. The thing, and that's though, why I don't know if I can go with cyborgs because we still, in my mind, we have a mystical element going on here with this dead tree and the seer group. And I don't know if we're dealing with a techno well, sorcery kind of thing well, going do you on with think the uh, that Edda, Empire do Enterprises. You, do you think they're going to show that Edda had shot at the dogs? Because she's going to shoot those dogs. I don't I think you know, maybe they'd have it off panel because of that. Because you don't see it here. No. Uh, but yeah, you don't need Edda Candy to be Mike Vick. It just no, is, not she's not going to be doing that. So if anything, she's going to find a bucket see. and drown him. And, and really, yeah, really, uh, they weren't good fighters, Aaron. You, you got to win a occasionally. Terror and panic weren't good you fighters. You got you got to win. Uh, but yeah, the the problem is, is I don't even think that's going to come into play, really, because I think that the next time we see all this, I would believe that Ed will be hanging up somewhere you know, up in prison. Yeah. It's a decent transition. Yeah. You don't need yeah. all the middle. Yeah, you don't there. need that. There are a bunch of times in this where the transitions are very logical, whether or not you see them on panel or whatnot. But yeah, you that ends that and you go back to Diana and that's when she's like, this is where... Now she remembers. She, Steve was saying this. She started bleeding from this wound, and then she's like, this is wrong. Why can't I remember? Like, she kind of knows that shit's wrong. And then every time she's saying this, 
this wrist starts hurting more. She's like, oh, it wasn't like this. Oh, my God, it hurts more. And then Steve tries to help her, and she just starts saying, look it, I used to go on this. This was a plane that I went with with Kashi, my my fucking horse. And we were going. There was where there's grass, there's stone. Where there's flowers, there's rubble. It's like right the over exact there was Lion Ranch, right in high yeah, yeah, field. Yeah, really. And and the thing about it is, what she's even saying, and what I said earlier is like everything that she remembers is the pretty and the nice and yeah. like all these things and. Everything now is. It's like rubble. It really reminds me of what when she went back to Olympus in that rebirth JLA? where it just well, oh, you no know, in the in the rebirth yeah, even. Yeah. yeah. That was what threw me off when she's like, I was locked out of Olympus. I'm like, Oh, the JLA. But yeah, even that happened in, in the rebirth. But everything was that like almost like even in this, it doesn't even seem like this is real. It seems like it's being a, like a play put on in a wrecked city. Like we would go to Pompeii almost, right honestly, now. It actually seems, you know, like I said, you bring up Pompeii. I was going to say it's like an ancient forgotten city that's just gone yeah. to ruin. It's gone to ruin, but yet people are just living. It would be like me and you, like me, you, and Pink Floyd. We decide to fucking have a concert in Pompeii. Those <laughs> fucking assholes. And, uh, you know, we go there in, in ruin. And and just go and do it. Uh, what actually it reminds me of too, a big thing that I'm a fan of is Jesus Christ Superstar, the actual right. movie that they made based on the play. And yeah. they did go back to the, you know, all the ruins and stuff like that. It, it reminds me of that, but it is weird. Uh, but yeah, and then Steve takes off the bracers, helps her take it off, and that wound is is looks fucked up. It, it doesn't look healed. Obviously, she's bleeding, and he says like that doesn't look good. And that's when she explains like, oh my God, it was a hundred times before. And that's the thing is when she actually says i was on the plane i saw and she's about to say that goddamn dark tree that has obviously been through every story that we've had barbara minerva saw it when she went to what she thought was themiscara you have the seer group that has the tattoo of that black tree as their big thing on their chest she is about to say it she's about to say i saw this dead tree and that's when her lasso freaking pretty much explodes like, almost. I've had enough see. of this fucking yeah, lies. Yeah, it's like, okay, now you're remembering the point. Now you're remembering the bad thing that happened. Boom. We're going to stop this shit, and it and goes. And her reality and shatters. Yeah, and her reality shatters, but it's a weird thing, too, because her reality shatters, and it looks like, okay, where the tree was shatters, but it's also, you see the green, evergreens it looks like behind there, and things like that, so everything is shattering. And then, yeah, it comes to be where the lasso is still glowing and she just doesn't know what you know she's there and she doesn't know and she's like this isn't my home now she knows this isn't themiscara it's it may be themiscara it's not her home and yeah steve's like you know this is crazy and, and that's when she says all these years i've never been home and it was all just a lie and they've never been that's home. a great that is a good ending i'm sorry it's not yeah. really an ending it's a start for me for a yeah, story to that me, i want to beginning say. that's i'm telling but, you the uh, only anger i have is we've had to leave yeah. this goddamn issue because it gives yeah. you some goddamn emotion and and really when you sit there it does make you think about it and you're thinking holy shit what does she mean she, oh well she means that all we've seen in this continuity now again people have to realize because even i was having problems with it this isn't her saying oh my god that story in 1960 didn't happen. That's not her reality. Her world is the New 52 leading into Reber. That's what she's talking. She's not talking about, oh, my God, when they had the bondage stuff when I was created. That's not that's not going to no. be touched right now because that in her deal, what's happening here, did not happen. No. Uh, this is the New 52 on. And when she says, I've never been home, that means that any time we saw her on Themyscira up until now, but... 
Also, I guess including when Steve Tre- – you know, that's where it's weird to me. Year one was before, and she's yes. saying she's never been home, so that's not true either. Like, See, I not- know. I think that she's never been home since she left. Yeah, but it's weird because we haven't seen that anyway. And really, here's the thing. She shouldn't have been because when she left – No, I'm she- saying that we saw, we saw her on Themyscira many times during the New 52. No, but I'm saying but we have seen year one – yeah. And she left then, but after that, she never was back. No, I'm saying, though, yeah. now it seems that she's never been back, but throughout the New 52 that she has remembered, she has been back, and that's what leads us yeah. here because she couldn't find her way yeah, back Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it. See, I think it's even crazier because in her deal from that year, it's weird because that year one was a different re- – it, it was something different. That was not – that year one in that story was not the same as her number one year – in the new 52 it's agreed it was, i think it they're was saying different. That, the, that was the new 52 has been wrong yeah i just think i think that she's like yeah she i think she remembers all of this now and and again even if like this is what gets me because if they greg rucka i think that all he's playing at is he wants to get rid of that new 52 deal oh, yeah. and make it make sense that that year one was the real that was real you yes. know what I'm saying? Because even if you sat there, you didn't even have this, and we had the year one, we'd already be complaining, saying, wait a second, this isn't the same. We even said, you're like, you know, Apollo didn't look like that. That's different. So he really seems to be writing this story to kind of make his the one. And it, it, I don't know. It kind of seems weird. I thought this story was going to be more to it than just like, hey, let's get rid of Brian Azzarello's run. Let's move on from there. I thought that this Honestly, was going to be a I different actually, deal. I actually thought that's what we were going for. I just thought we were going to get more of an explanation at this point in the story about now, I'm just saying in general, when, when Greg Ruck, I didn't think that he was going to go through 40 issues just to go. I actually thought that what was going to happen is he was going to explain even beyond the New 52, though, like you said, it doesn't make sense. But I thought that what his thing was going to be is, okay, she doesn't have a definitive origin. We're going to make it. I don't think he's going for that now. I think it's going to be a lot of different things. And I just, I don't think we're going to get that now. I just think that she, they might wipe away the, uh, the New 52 stuff. That yeah. doesn't give her a new origin though. You know what I'm no. saying? It doesn't no, really I, all it though, does. They, it does kind of give her a new origin because I don't think that we have her being the daughter of Zeus and that year one story, which we had throughout the New 52. Yeah, it's weird, though. They don't really tell you a lot. That, no, that's the thing. But we started at year one. We yeah. didn't get an origin. I don't think he's ever going to go back to the quote unquote origin. I think he's just worried about what happened since. And it's going to be kind of left up in the air. I really do. See, I don't think pro- that he's going to spell it out. That's a problem I have with the sending, though, because it really messes up with my continuity because everything that we've been dealing with in the New 52, like, you know, where she goes home or she's out there saving the world other ways, yeah. how much is that a lie? Like, obviously, she was able to crush the helm of Ares and yeah. it was not real. So she was because never she said, the god of she's war. she's like, I shouldn't have been doing that. It, it just comes off odd. I, I don't know. It just kind of ruins the rest of it. it, it uh. Well, it does, well, here's the thing. I can't wrap my head around that. If, if you do it. that, that's what I'm saying. I think that basically you're just supposed to forget it. It's not going to – like I really thought this was going to be able to solve a lot of things. But what happens when Superman lost his powers and he's pissed at Diana for being the goddess of war, yeah. goddess of war, god of war, and uh, saying, you know what, you did – what happens then? Did that not happen? Did that well, Superman – was he fooled? You, was everybody was, lied to? Was it, did it make sense? I was going to bring up the whole thing with Donna Troy – about how she was created from the Samascara. Yeah. But 
you know, they've kind of already retconned that. Yeah, a bit. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's book. why that's why I thought that like Greg Rucka, like going in, if he just started with that year one story and when even if he just had an origin, we'd be like, OK, whatever, we'll go with it. Because, yeah, Donna Troy, that doesn't make sense from no, what we never, saw to what we have now. And, and, and then all of a sudden the Titans stuff that doesn't jive. It really doesn't. Yeah. And it. It, you were not that concerned now, right? Rebirth has gone on. You're, we're six months, seven months in. We're eleven issues in. Whatever some books. It's and, still, it's still it still irks me in the back of my yeah, mind. Yeah, but it's still you're still her, reading. I'm so, going with it. I'm going with so it. So if we were going to go and 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 Greg Rucka really was out to say like this is the origin, not that he's going to make the origin, but I like this one. She was made of clay. There was no Zeus. There's no man that was involved. We didn't have that. He could have just done that. He could Agreed. have just said in, in probably half and an I, that issue. Would have, that would have pissed me off if we just yeah. retconned all that for no goddamn reason. Yeah, this, but I like the idea of yeah. a story that's going to explain the do yeah, what he wants to do. Yeah, that's the why I'm saying that it's getting me angry. I don't think we're going to. I don't think everything – I think it's going to be a combination of everything. I think that that's what's going to be ending up that instead of saying this is the definitive origin, it's going to end up in a shady area where he says, you know what? You can decide what you want. And I'm telling you, this is – Wonder Woman in general. I'm not even saying, oh, in the continuity of what's going on. I think that he's looking into it as bigger than that, that he wants people because she does have an origin. That's all the fuck all over the place. They, you know, well, you Sid, have. And in my mind, freaking uh, the new 52 finally fixed it. We got a definitive yeah, I origin. Thought, I like this it, is what it, we have going forward. And it was had, not liked. The big, I know it wasn't liked, but yeah, I like that's it going what's weird. It made sense we, to me, we but, in our little bubble, we thought it was great. I thought it was amazing. I'm telling yeah. you, Wonder Woman and Hawkman were the two biggest problem characters in the DC continuity, and they fixed both of them. Wonder Woman, yeah. it seemed like, okay, we finally have some. Hawkman, they fucked up in 12 goddamn issues of his yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but again, Frank Cho, when he was mad, he was basically saying, like, oh, great, we get another fucking origin story, and it's weird. And I'm I not... don't want that. And we that's the thing. That I, I don't think we're that, I don't, I'm not getting the vibe of that anymore. The way this is going, only because if he was going to do that, I think he would have went straight out and had it. Uh, this is a very roundabout way. This is more of a fixing the continuity to, you know, meld with his worldview, but not necessarily give a new origin. If he brings back an old origin into it, it's not really a new origin. I don't think he's going to get anything new here. I think it, it's him. He wrote Wonder Woman before the New 52. I think he just wants that book back, and then we move on. He's bringing all his characters back, yet they might be slightly you know, altered here. But well, I now, just... that, now that Wonder Woman knows that her entire life for the past six years, at least, has been a lie... I think we will dive into what has been a lie and what has been truth, like moving forward into this uh, with the series. Yeah, it's weird. I don't think that if anything, I I really don't see a a part where she's there and they're like, "Yep, you were made of clay, Diana," and that's how it was. There was no Zeus involved. I don't think that they're going to get that generic now after all this, you know, stuff. It it just seems like he's playing some other game here. Uh, that he's going to go with something else. I really, I, I'll be surprised if at the end of this we have like a oh or this. I really do think it's going to be one of those. This is my ending. You know what, Steve? Lies are in the eyes of the beholder. <laughs> truth it, it, isn't truth another person's Stranger lies. Stranger than fiction. 
Yeah, something like that. And then it'll be left up for everybody to interpret in their own way. And that's how Greg Rock will be like, nah, I can't get yelled at. Everybody can interpret it their own goddamn way. Uh, And I just see that. I do think that's how it's going because it really – now, if we got – one goddamn answer to this issue, I might say something different. I might say, you know what? I'm wrong. I think that he has this. I do think he has a plan. I don't think this is, you know, shit flying all over the place and he's going to try to reel it in later. I do think this is going in some sort of plan. Uh, it's just, I don't but know what? now that it what? really is that much concerning her origin now because of what we get from here. Looks like it's going to move forward into a, uh, you know, Veronica Kale being the one bad guy against it. You may have Ares involved. We don't know who the seer group is being led by I, I or what's know. going on. It seem like the gods are really active as the way we saw them before. You know, they took on the guise of animals to give her gifts in the year yeah. one, but when she was in Olympus, it seemed deserted. Yeah, and, and really... That's what I think. I think that this Themyscira that they're in, this ruin of Themyscira without having uh, the priestess there and all that stuff, uh, what's her, uh, Castalia, I really do think that this is showing that this is a Themyscira that is like, again, this is weird because the New 52, strong with the gods. Like the gods were huge in that, that whole series. This seems like it's a Themyscira without gods, without a, a purpose like that. You don't. To me, it looks very realistic, very harsh. It's not like something where all of a sudden I would think that it's not you know, Paradise Island. Yeah, I and I I wouldn't see like Athena comes in. There's never once I don't think reading through that that they say oh of the gods oh the gods nope. they don't say anything like that and even to the point where. Uh, Diana says to Apollo, it was Hera. She killed you. There isn't even like a reaction like, oh, Hera, you mean the guy? Nothing. She never even reacts that. She just looks and then goes on almost like you could even think that they are kind of playing a role in this. It's really weird. Like they're steering Diana different ways. And I I don't know. I just go back to this whole thing where I can't make the connection with everything that she's known to be alive from what we're given here because this is not the Themyscira that we've dealt with in the New 52. I mean, I'll even go as far as uh, the woman that he runs into, Steve. How did she get where she was? Because she's, she's, eating, she's, at the, she's eating at the dinner table. She's there. He gets up, and then she's where he was re- going to. How yeah. would she go the back way up a hill? Because she's there right away. She's Man, there. You see her. You think all Amazons are like? No, it's her. I'm, I'm are you it. looking? Oh, it's no. her. And and the thing is, look at her. They make her so obviously with that what looks like a band aid on the side of her or, yeah. of her deal. She's there looking all nasty at the table. Uh, uh, and it's it is in the regular book. It's a full page spread. She's at the other side of the table getting a drink of wine and looking pissed off. And, and she saw Steve a man wander up on his own. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna take this boy. He's mine now. She wandered off to the back way. But it's weird because he goes upstairs. Where did she get that high up the stairs? It just doesn't The back stairs. Oh, the back stairs. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It is a weird uh, conclusion. That's that's the basic thing that I Pretty much. Say. But what did you give it? I gave it a 6.8 out of 10. I love the art, but, you know, we are pretty much in the same boat we were in after reading the Rebirth yeah, special. That, that's we know my there's lies problem. and nothing else. That's my biggest problem with it, that you, you're going here, and not only that, you're getting more intrigue not the re- with I'm sorry, Sasha. Not the Rebirth special, the Wonder Woman Rebirth issue. Yeah, yeah, the one. I, I know what you're talking about, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rebirth I don't one shot, the Wonder Woman. But yeah, uh, yeah, all this is, it's, it's just very odd. And I'm like I said. Though, but we, hold on, hold on. I, it just dawned on me too now that I said Rebirth special. But if that's the case as well, how do we have Grail 
freaking who was, you know, the daughter of a Amazon as well, who yep. was on that Themyscira. Again, is he going to address that? Because, yeah, Grail was there. She was in the Rebirth special. She wasn't yes, just at the end of Dark Side War. She was in the Rebirth special with Baby Dark Side. You have that. You do have, and I, I talked to the guys at Nerd Church about this. You had Nerd Church Radio. You have the issue where you do have Jason, her twin brother, yeah. out and about as well that we haven't seen. Like, is that real? Is that, is that a way to wipe it clean? And it's weird because when we were talking about that, I asked Noah and Ben about it. And Noah's like, I don't know. I think they're going to wipe that clean. And it's just odd for Jeff Johns to have written that I'm and then wipe it clean that he's day. He's putting that together day this came whole out. rebirth thing. And you can't just wipe that away in my yeah, and mind. The thing like, is, like even Ben, the ben big special. Po- yep, Ben pulled up the Rebirth special. The Rebirth special actually has in it read the last issue of Dark Side War in that Rebirth. You were supposed yeah. to read that first. That leads into it, so it, it can't be wiped clean. But yeah, how does this explain Grail? How does it explain the Dark Side War? I mean, anything to do with her? And that was where. Uh, the whole thing was Steve Trevor was supposed, like, you know, Grail got him because he was the first man to step, you know, foot on Themyscira, and that was not yeah. true. We, we, you know, a couple guys named Jim and Eric came up with a, a thing way before that, right? We we oh, solved yeah. that mystery. Here. Sure nobody did. Be- nobody believes this, but yeah, it's just <laughs> weird. Like, I, I don't know. That's why I think it's going to be left up in the air of like, whatever you think is the truth just may well be. They'll be I back someday, crazy. Eric. They'll be back in with in stronger numbers. Well, Jim, Jim, I'm a dummy. I need things spelled out to me. Come on. I know. Well, that's why I said I think that a lot of times where people are like, okay, Don't I've had these lies. You have this confu- uh, conclu- uh, confusion. It should have been. You have the conclusion spelled so out. Conf- and these, <laughs> these people have been, you know, strung along here, and then they get to this, and then at the end, Diana just yells, I've never been home. It was all just a lie. She might as well have been in the fetal position looking like Steve Trevor, like I said, that Barbara Minerva, because it's, it's basically the same deal. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we're going to move on from here. Well, hold on. What did what did you give it? Oh, well, I said I meant we're going to move on from here in the book. I was no, saying I that, but yeah, a six five about a six five. Yeah, about that. Uh, again, I, when I was talking with the guys on Nerd Church, they have their their holier uh, I don't know their religious uh, rating system that kind of confused me. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, to me it was about a six five. And from here on out, though, I could say I would still say to people you should read this book it's very good but i probably now would have the caveat at the end of like don't expect things to be resolved very quickly like i would not say like hey you read this trade when it comes out this the lies trade you're not going to get a full story you're really not if you're looking for a one and done deal you're not getting it also, you really should be reading this in tandem with the year one. Yeah, you story. have to. Like, well, we, because we were they, talking they about that then too. Yes. Yeah, it really does. And it, it goes, it really does. Especially like you're there, oh, what's this tree? Well, that's, that's big. And you, that's the origin of that was in the year one. It really is how he we separated about, it. We, we talked about when the series first came out, how they're going to separate the, the even yeah. issues of being the year one, the odd issues being the yeah. lies. Like, well, I guess you could pick, like mix and match, decide which one yep. story you want. Oh, no, we had people, people were, both. yeah, we had the thing. We had that one podcast where it was the $25 pull list and there were people, including maybe you, I think that you spelled out and I said, no, you can't do it. But people were like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm only going to get the year one Wonder Woman story and then do this. And 
It is a tough thing. It really, I really thought that Greg Rucka was going to be able to pull off something like a. It, I don't know why it reminds me of it, but it reminds me of when you go see a kids movie and you come out. You know, you take your kids and like, boy, that was a good kids movie, like a Toy Story. That was a right. good kids movie, but it had a lot of things for the adults too. I thought that right. what he was going to do is you read Just the year like one story. Santa. Yeah, bad Santa. Just like uh, fucking Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had a lot for everyone, Eric. Uh, no, I thought it was going to be like you would read the year one, and it was really good by itself. But also, ooh, if you're reading both, it gives you now. It's kind of they kind of seem like you have to read them both. Now, if you're yeah. if you're in the Wonder Woman, just you know you have to go and, and bite the bullet and say, you know what? And all these other books are twice a month. I got to realize these are because I don't think you're getting any bit of a full story at all. Because really, even this, we said it's not a full story in, in the six issues of this. And yeah, you add the year one, it's a little bit more explained, but really it's still open. I think that this is going to go on for a long time before we get any real solid answers. I really do. That's what uh, it seems we're, like. We're going to find out though. Trade weight, Eric. Trade weight. <laughs> but yeah, that is, uh, that is the spotlight, Eric. Well done. Well done, Thank my you. friend. Thank you, sir. Thank you. A little applause there. I'm bowing. I'm bowing. Here, actually, here's what my applause for you for the spotlight, Eric. Don't you dare do the slow clap, you piece of shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The, the, I, always I, think I of, have, like, bad dreams about that. Really? I always think of Shia LaBeouf uh, in that video with the Shia LaBeouf <laughs> song of that. That's, like, the best slow clap there ever has been. I like Shia LaBeouf. I miss that. So do I. We talked I about it. Yeah, we did. You, what you said that little kid we all loved? I like when he was on Even Stevens. I said that guy's gonna be a star. He's gonna be a star, Eric, and he was. What you should have said is that that guy's gonna be a star for a little bit, then he's gonna piss everybody off and not really yeah, be anything yeah. after that. I'm gonna say that guy's gonna be. A, he's like Chevy Chase. You piss too many people Poor off. Chevy. Where where is the guy in Hollywood? I want to be this guy who. I'm the uh, not the love guru. I am the star guru, and I have one rule. Don't be an asshole because yeah. you're an asshole on top of the world. Eventually, you're not going to be exactly on top of the world. They're going to bail on you, and you'll never, you'll never be around. They'll nope. ditch you. There, there is another guy coming off that bus from Kansas to be in the next star. You have to just be a good guy. I don't know. Shia LaBeouf to me seemed like a cute little kid. He's in holes, doing that holes. That Him and Henry Winkler is in that movie. Eric, we love Henry Winkler. What happened? Yeah, then? I don't know what you yeah. want from me now. We love Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah, we love Henry Winkler. Then you get Mark Wahlberg, who fucking almost killed a man just because he was Asian, from what I heard. I don't know. And, you know, now he's in Transformers. Everybody got Transformers is like they, they set out the casting call, wanted, piece of shit. That's what happens. Where is my, you know, I should be next. I'm next you know in line. You know who I hear is the star of freaking uh, the next Transformers? Who? Vince Neil. Vince Neil, yes, they're like, hey, come on, baby, he gets in fucking one of those cars that transforms into another <laughs> yeah. type of car, and then you know off what, he goes. Know, uh, the next Transformers out that they've already cast it, all of Great White. <laughs> yeah, Great White's there. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're great, They're fucking Great White. Here, here's the deal. I'm going to be a Transformer, and I'm going to say, like, I'm there, and the, Beast the Wars. Transformer, I go, and is it Beast Wars? So I'm there. It's the Transformers Beast Wars starring Jim Warner. I'm the guy, and I find I'm in, like, a... a uh, a junkyard and i find this transformer and I, i'm like i realize what it is oh my god transformers unite isn't that what they say no i put my fist in the air and then all of a sudden i have the power and then Man, everything happened 
That's what happens, right? And then what happens is me and the Transformer go around and we battle people in these gyms and then they level up. Uh, they, uh, no, no. And What's what the happens then is they word? level up and they, they get evolutions. They evolve, I like to say, Eric, so and then much. become things. So they're like Megatron in turns into Super Megatron, then Gazillion Tron. And then I win. And, and I'm fighting this guy, Gary, Eric. It's Everybody Gary. have a great week. See you in a couple Gary, days. Eric. It's Gary I'm fighting. But yeah, uh, I do want to say, uh, come and listen to our regular podcast if you like all this nonsense. And I'm going to tell you real quick what will be on the regular show, Eric, the regular show. You ever see the cartoon regular show? No. It's pretty good. That's that's one of the benefits. You guys out there, give a little shout out to the Get Fresh crew. Woo, woo, and especially the ones with kids because that allows you to keep current with the cartoons and shows and you can pretend that you only like them because of the kids well you really like them yourself eric but you know what i like i like comics and this is what we're going to talk about this week and right. in general though before i go right before i go little down week this week in the comics so don't expect us to be all cheery very down week for me yeah again what we like to pride ourselves in is not being negative but being realistic Seriously. and the the comics. I sound a little like a announcer on a radio show now, don't I? Oh, do you? Sometimes when I, I calm down. Listen and I get to this, this guy. Like, he thinks he's a fucking yeah, radio listen announcer. Listen to me. I'm, a, I'm, a goddamn, I, I'm like out of Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. It's a nice day out tonight. Uh, tonight's. Uh, I, I Honey, turn say. the station. I don't want to hear the, this douchebag temp- no more. The, the temperature tonight is going to be a chilly 22. So everybody bundle up here in Cleveland. But you go LeBron. Where's my soundboard with my LeBron James, Eric? Where is it? I could almost say this isn't a this isn't overnight DJ, possibly somebody on NPR. OK, we're going to have our, our pledge drive this week. I know that some people are against it, but you know what? You got to keep the lights on, Eric. You got to keep the lights on. And I'm trying to get it. Uh-huh. LeBron, James. LeBron James, Eric, this week on the Weird Science podcast, Jim and Eric will be talking about Action Comics number 968, background number five, Batman Beyond number two, Blue Beetle number three. Deathstroke number seven, Detective Comics number nine forty five, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, what what craziness have they gotten into in number nine? Uh, we have Harley Quinn in number eight. <laughs> number eight. Uh, Hellblazer number five. Now we're gonna drop in on John Constantine. Oh, that little scamp. What is he got himself into? We have six pack and dog welder. Hard traveling heroes, and you know they are heroes, but they're hard traveling. And this is issue number four. We also have Teen Titan. We have Teen Titans number two. Uh, Damien is leading the team. Do you think we'll see Raja Ghoul? You'll have to stay tuned and find out. We have the Flash number eleven. We got Wally West, the Kid Flash, Wally West. That is going to be facing off against the shade, Eric. The shade. I like in a, in a lot a of hot, goddamn books. In a hot summer day, there's nothing better than a glass of lemonade and the shade. Uh, after that, we also have the Titans number five. And like I would like to say that that book is running to stand still, Eric, like the old U2 song. And finally, we Nobody will be talking. U2. Finally, we will be talking about Wonder Woman 11. I love U2, Eric. I saw them in the uh, Zoo TV concert. I actually grabbed Bono's leg like I was a little girl. And yes, I squealed. Uh, you have Wonder Woman number 11, which we just talked about. Was it a conclusion to the lies? I don't know, Eric. You this bit is going me. on too goddamn long. I, I, I'm telling you what is up this week. You mean just my voice or me telling you yes. what we're going to talk about? Oh, the voice. Is that what you don't like? Well, if you want to be on that don't podcast. Like it. If, you like be on, if you want to be on the, t- on the podcast, uh, email us at weirdsciencedccomics. Yes. 
at gmail.com, right? I don't know. When I'm in this mode, I don't know that I know what the email is. This is a different. This is uh, like my Stefan Urkel. This is sounds like a guy who's about to touch a kid. Hey, kid, you like some candy? Oh, wait a minute. You're a fat Eric Shea. I don't have I don't have that much candy. You're gonna fucking you know eat me out of house and home. Get out of here, four eyes. You know what, Eric? Shout out to the Get Fresh crew. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, that's it. That's the podcast, Eric. I'm done with that voice. That voice is now retired. Until the next time. All right. I got so. Also, if you want to tune in, I have at least 22 new voices that I'm working on, Eric, including Johnny, the sexy cattle rustler. Hello, this is Johnny. <laughs> All right. What do we do I'm to end the spotlight, spotlight off. Eric? Are we actually? Going to turn the spotlight off? Yes. All right. That's about it, Eric. That's right. the end of the podcast. Uh, did you have a good time tonight? Hey, up until that voice. Oh, that voice you're not liking. You realize I'm I think, still I recording, we... and this is probably going to be on the podcast. What's oh, that? God. Uh, What's that now? I don't want to talk no Hello? more. Don't put me on, ah. Hello, Eric. Am I no, putting you on blast? Putting you on blast, huh? I'm going to go get drunk. All right. See ya. Later, baby.